1: G'day and welcome to the Between the Covers podcast, the Shoreline Publishing podcast. And in this episode, we've got the wonderful Adrian Weeks, who's talking about his book In the Shadow of Peace. G'day, Adrian. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, Will. How are you? Not too bad today at all. Uh, tell us, In the Shadow of Peace, in a nutshell, what is this book about?
0: Oh, uh, in a nutshell, well, it's um, two warring peoples, I suppose, and one of those peoples are trying to seek peace, um, and it's how they possibly come about reaching that conclusion, uh, it has a whole lot of different storylines that uh, intermingle um, as five or so main storylines that come together. Um, so it's a bit like historical fiction in a made-up world with a little bit of magic thrown in for fun.
1: Excellent. And uh, just trying to balance five storylines can be a real, uh, real challenge, can't it? Like you've got to try and reconcile them all and get them right by the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I had quite a few um, Excel documents sort of linking up timelines, making sure that <laughs> If it's a full moon here, then it has to be a full moon there on the same day and that kind of thing.
1: Yep, it's really good attention to detail. What can you tell us about uh, Rosalind?
0: Um, so Rosalind is the uh, main city of uh, one of the peoples. Um, it's quite a, a large city. Uh, it's um, initially ruled by an elected uh, person, the High Chancellor, Katsum, um, and she is seeking peace.
1: Okay, cool. And on the other side, we've got the the people who aren't seeking peace quite so much. Yes. Um, where, yep. where do they come from and who's the, the protagonist there? Yep. So
0: they're the outcasts, um, and they initially started off by being uh, people from Rosalind who were sent around there as prisoners, but then over many decades and centuries, they turned into their own peoples. Um, there's a few different protagonists there, so I'm not going to list them all. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, no, no, um, no. Again, please don't. Yep. The one near the start, his name is Resvon.
1: The, um, now, you've mentioned in your media kit and your publicity stuff, which is available on shorelinepublishing.com.au to search Adrian, um, you've mentioned the inspiration for the book is for the pleasure of the readers, which is quite interesting.
0: Yeah, well, I when I was growing up, I used to like reading books and I like, liked reading books that were for entertainment and not sort of a hidden meaning. Um, yep. Quite often in English at school, you sort of read a book and they try and pick it apart and find all the hidden meanings and that used to frustrate me a bit. I just wanted a book that was entertaining for me as a reader. Um, so I thought I'd try and create that for other people.
1: It's not too dissimilar to film, is it? Like if you've got um, you know, movies where you've really got to think or something where you don't have to think quite so hard, but you can still enjoy it, isn't it? I suppose yeah. that, that's the target for this, for this book is you know, just enjoying it for the sake of enjoying a, a really good book.
0: Yeah, a bit of escapism from today's world.
1: We need it, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> How did you go about developing the characters? Like you mentioned, you got five different storylines, or five or six that intertwine. Did you have that? You mentioned Excel spreadsheet. Was there much more than that?
0: Um, I had a um, a word document that had sort of a character questionnaire, I suppose you'd call it. Where when I think of a character, I'll sort of fill in a bit of their background to make sure that they're they're solid and realistic. Um, and then the characters I suppose sort of led the plot a bit themselves in that when I first started writing I had a whole different plan that the way the plot was going to go than the way it ended up um, and that was <laughs> that was due to characters being true to themselves and behaving as if they were a real person and not going in the way that I wanted them to go.
1: Um, that's that's pretty cool that you can uh, sort of develop that on the fly it's uh, a, lot, a lot of people get there and they get this set notion of this is how this book will conclude and I'm going to work to that conclusion. But you've left it open-ended, haven't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. I did start off with a conclusion, but then sort of changed it midway through. Um, and I think the outcome's a lot better than it was initially.
1: What uh, What
0: drew you to fantasy fiction? Um, I'm don't really know what drew me initially. Um, I suppose one of the first real novels that I started reading when I was a kid was uh, Redwall by Brian Jacques, which is a whole lot of mouses in a fantasy world. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just really liked it and escaped to it Um, and just kept going from there. Lord of the Rings is my favourite book um, and will continue to be. Um, It's just, I don't know if it's about escaping from the world or if it's just about letting your imagination run wild. Just enjoy, enjoy it.
1: I think that imagination running wild thing is so important for readers, particularly uh, my age, I'm, I'm nearly 40, I'm probably similar age to you as well. I think um, escapism is is cool, but it's the um, the fantasy that can just draw you away that, that and letting your imagination run wild every now and again, which really makes life great, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And I think most of my, my sort of schooling and education is more in a science focus. So it's nice to have an outlet in a creativity
1: way. How much do you enjoy the creative process? Is it a real challenge and a grind or is it something you thrive on?
0: As long as I have time, it's, it's fine and I really enjoy it. Yep. Um, a little oddity is often sort of, I'll come up with the next chapter as I'm falling asleep, sort of when you're in that twilight zone of being <laughs> half awake, yeah. half asleep and all the possibilities can come to you. Um, so I enjoy going to sleep sometimes and thinking about what might happen next.
1: It doesn't keep you awake at night, does it? When you get that sort of uh, rush of creativity?
0: Uh, sometimes, after about a half an hour, I have to say, no, nah, all right, time to sleep now.
1: <laughs> are, you, uh, are you the sort of author that keeps a notepad by the side of the bed?
0: I don't. Well, I do, but I never actually write in it. Um, it's more <laughs> just like uh, I think about it and then I'll wake up in the morning and rethink what I thought the night before and maybe make a few notes then.
1: What do you do when you're not writing? What are your uh, hobbies and interests when you're not um, you know, trying to pen the next great big seller?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yep. Um,
0: so I suppose for my other job, I'm a, um, a pharmacist, and I've been working with COVID vaccines lately. Yep. But aside from that, I run. Um, yep. I really enjoy running, and I have two young kids and a wife. Um, we live down coastal Victoria, so I enjoy the beach, especially in summertime.
1: Do you find I find it when I'm when I'm writing, um, playing sport is the escapism that sort of ties in with writing. Do you find running has a very similar cathartic effect?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's almost mindfulness as yep. you're running. A, a sort of, you can really focus on the moment and not think about too much of real life. Um, so it's kind of similar to reading in a way. Yeah,
1: it, it's funny you can you can draw those parallels between two things that you really love and, and can bring them together in the middle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The um, next question I've got for you is: I had a, I was going through your um, publicity stuff. And it mentions the sailor and the, the character of the sailor um fascinates me just from the little bit that I've read. Is there anything you can tell us about him?
0: Uh he's a hard nut. Uh, yep. he's um shaped by the sea uh with many scars and a bit of a rough character. Uh, I enjoyed writing him.
1: Yeah, right. So he was he was a, a not so much a challenge to write, but a pleasure.
0: Yes, he was. Yep.
1: Captain Excellent. Ride. Captain Ride. Yep. Um uh, e. Yep. Excellent. I, look, Adrian, I can't wait to get my hands on this book. It's, uh, it's shaping like a real ripper, and congratulations on uh, on how you've gone so far with it. Um, you can get a copy pre-order now at shorelinepublishing.com.au. Search Adrian in the search bar, and it'll come up nice and easy for you. Uh, when's the book actually out? Have you got a, a due date?
0: Uh due date at the moment is the 26th of May, so not too far away.
1: There so are only, only uh, well, 14 more sleeps away, so that's pretty yes. exciting. How's yeah. it feel to? How's it feel to know that you'll be a published author in about a fortnight?
0: Yeah, it's a bit surreal, to be honest. Um, (laughs) It's almost a bit like a dream. And uh, certainly when I get that book in my hand, it's just going to be such a a wonderful feeling.
1: It'll be quite an emotional feeling too, I'd imagine, when you put so much effort into it.
0: Yep, certainly will be.
1: Well, great. Thank you so much for joining us on Between the Covers, Adrian. We're really looking forward to seeing your book out in print and good luck with it uh, when it comes out in the next couple of weeks.
0: Thanks very much, Will.